Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict Moore Parish in the Hill District and also St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. We want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day to all of our dads and granddads who are listening. And like the old days when we were all boys, this morning we are going into the woods, only this time it's to a Catholic adventure camp. Our Lady of Mount Carmel Adventure Camp and Retreat Center opened this past spring with the goal of connecting kids with Christ in nature. And founded by a group of local priests, the 104-acre site in Valant, Lawrence County, is a former Girl Scout camp. It is a beautiful, peaceful place where young people can seek Jesus in the outdoors, in the sacraments, and with one another. Local programs at the camp began in July with a day camp for children entering first through seventh grade. There's also a Catholic leadership program for teens in Camp Lajas, which is a wilderness adventure camp for high school students that is based at the site. Here to tell us all about it is Aaron Subic, who is the executive director of Dry Bones Ministries, the nonprofit group that runs the camp. Aaron, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you so much, Father Tom. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for being on our show on this Father's Day. Now, Aaron, your organization's name, Dry Bone Ministries, uh, comes from uh, the 37th chapter in the book of Ezekiel that describes a vision in which God brings his people back to life. That's what you hope to do for the church and young people. Can you tell us uh, how the camp was born? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, So back in 2018, actually, this has been a a many-year project um, for as far as prayer goes. Um, Father Joe Friedi, Father Nick Vaskoff, Father Adam Potter, and Father Ken Marlovitz, who are four priests from the Diocese of Pittsburgh, were invited to celebrate Mass for Camp Lajas, which is a wilderness camp and retreat center, um, then in Moraine State Park, and now happy to be hosted at Our Lady of Mount Carmel this summer. And after camp concluded for the season, those four priests convened and just acknowledged the high impact and profound outcomes of the catechesis and focused on identity in Christ and so on, on the youth participants. And it was kind of when the four of those priests got together that the dream for Our Lady of Mount Carmel camp was born. Um, And then in December 2020, after two years of praying and forming a nonprofit and and all the work that goes into buying a property, um, that dream became a reality um, when Dry Bones Ministries purchased um, the formal, former Girl Scout Camp Elliott in Volant. Um, so this summer, we're really excited to be able to host camp at OLMC. That is great. And um, I'm an Eagle Scout and former uh, Scout Executive for the uh, former Greater Pittsburgh Council of, of the Lower Highlands District right now. So obviously, uh, camping is very near and dear to my heart and my dad and my nephews and my and my brother-in-law. So this is an awesome, awesome topic to talk about, uh, especially on, on Father's Day weekend. Um, now, research shows that 85% of our young Catholics who are confirmed in the eighth grade will no longer be practicing the faith by the age of 21. But on the other hand, special spiritual experiences can help trigger uh, the faith commitments. Is that where you're you're coming in? Well, we certainly hope so, right? Um, it's It's been such an interesting process from the beginning to just continue to ask the Lord what he wants and, and try to say yes to that to the best of our ability. But when we first started planning out programming for the camp, um, 
we sort of highlighted, okay, what do we do on retreats that's successful? And, you know, we could have on two different retreats, we could have excellent speakers and then excellent speakers, um, sacramental participation with Eucharistic adoration and prayer, the same thing on the second retreat. But sometimes what we felt was really missing was special time. You know, it's so hard to get kids away from all the good activities that they participate in and out into a special place. Um, and so what we're hoping is to offer, offer that to whomever wants to come a special time and a special place um, because the campus is really, truly a humble and beautiful and special place. So we are definitely hoping to be a conduit for the Holy Spirit there. That is great. Great. Now, Aaron, you're currently hosting outside groups. Uh, local programs are about to start for three different camps. Can you describe your facilities and also your plans for the summer? Sure, sure. Um, so yes, we are booking outside groups. So any Christian group is welcome to come. Um, we are a Catholic organization and set forth to serve Catholics in the Diocese of Pittsburgh in a particular way, but groups are welcome to, to book our space for their use for retreats. And we do have really, we're totally booked through mm. the end of September and have some weekends in the fall that, that we're booked as well, but have plenty of weekends open. So if anyone's listening and runs a parish group, we would love to have you um, and welcome you to our site this fall. Um, we have four buildings on site right now. So one of the things that's so amazing about this property is that it was a camp and was operating as a camp four years ago when the Girl Scouts unfortunately had to close it down, although fortunately for us, right? Um, and so we have a house where we're actually going to have a, a priest from the Diocese of Pittsburgh living full-time, mm. Father Rick Thompson, and acting as our facilities manager. He's a great holy priest, and we're just so thrilled that he wants to spend his retirement with us um, and taking care <laughs> of the property. I mean, it's just such a gift. You want to talk about provision you didn't even know you needed to ask for, right, mm -hmm. from the Lord. Um, so he'll be living on site. And then we have three lodges. We actually just renamed them. So the, the first lodge that you see on site is Stock Lodge after St. Simon Stock. So we have a very Carmelite theme going on here. Um, St. Simon Stock to whom Our Lady gave the brown scapular. A little bit further up on the property, you see a beautiful wooden building with two wraparound porches, um, which we named Elijah Lodge after the prophet Elijah. And then furthest up, the newest building on site um, is called Therese Lodge, which is going to be our temporary chapel. So as much as we love our facilities and are so grateful to be able to host even residential campers this summer and retreatants in each of our buildings, we have big dreams. Um, uh, there's a gentleman named Adam Stickle, who's a construction professional. And he put together a whole team of wonderful people to put together a formal site plan for Our Lady of Mount Carmel so that we can really grow into a prosperous future. Um, so we are working on the visioning and site planning with an architect right now to get a master plan together and come up with facilities that really suit our needs, including a chapel, including Stations of the Cross outdoors, including um, a Marian Grotto and maybe a Divine Mercy Shrine. So we really want the land and every piece of the property to reflect our Catholic identity and sort of impart our Catholic identity in a, a gentle and beautiful, peaceful way to anyone who comes. 
What a what a beautiful opportunity. And I know Father Rick Thompson. Uh, I replaced him when I was newly ordained as a priest 20 oh years goodness. ago at uh, the former St. Alphonsus Parish in Wexford, which is now St. Aidan's. And I know Father Rick loves the outdoors. So that's really good that now he can enjoy his retirement being up there in Valance, Lawrence County, and, um, and he'll be the on-site chaplain. So that's great. Great for him. And we're so blessed. Uh, Volant is such a beautiful part of the Diocese of Pittsburgh there in Lawrence County, just outside of Newcastle. And um, really, the location is perfect uh, for you folks. So that's great. So congratulations on that property. Thank you. Now, you have three goals for young people who take part in the programs at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Adventure Camp and Retreat Center. Can you tell us those goals? Yes, sure. So the first goal that we have is to cultivate in each participant, so that's anybody coming to our property, an abiding understanding of the depth of God's love for them and the sacrifice that Jesus made for them on the cross. Just the basic gospel, right? It, even if someone's just coming for, for a fishing day or for a retreat, we're hoping that the architecture of the site and the greeting that they receive and the time they spend in this anointed place will just remind them of how deeply God loves them, right? Um, to the point of dying for them on the cross. So that's the first first goal is just to really share the gospel in a clear and beautiful way with everyone that comes. Second, we want to instill practical tools for habitual daily prayer. You know, a lot of these mountaintop spiritual experiences, and we certainly hope people have those at camp, um, but a lot of the time, kids in particular, after a conference or a retreat, go home and are kind of like, now what? You know, they don't really know what the next step is. Um, and so one thing that we'd like to make sure we do is to work directly with them on practical tools for forming a habit of prayer so that they don't leave and say, I don't know what to do next, um, but instead leave empowered to, empowered to say, I learned this type of prayer and it was really meaningful to me. And I know it's something I can continue in my daily life, whether they're a teenager all the way up to, you know, older adults. And then finally, um, we want to inspire a permeating desire to seek and do God's will in their own lives, in the church and in the world around them. A lot of the time, you know, we hear the phrase, the youth are the future of the church. But I think even with, with church alive and all the events of the last couple of years in the church of Pittsburgh, it's become abundantly clear that they're the church of now, right? That, that they are yes. empowered and um, especially on different social media platforms and all that, they can be witnesses to the faith in their life right now and that we need them to be. Um, so we really want to cultivate that um, in the, especially the kids and teenagers that come to the site, um, but any, anyone that stops by. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're right. Even with the, uh, the, the timing of it with the, towards the end of the pandemic, everything opening up uh, this past year, obviously uh, the opportunity now more than ever, this camp is definitely needed, especially for our youth and young adults. We have a lot more to cover. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District and St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. And happy Father's Day to all of our fathers and grandfathers who are listening this morning. And this morning we are um, listening to Aaron Stubick, who is part of 
the special program, Our Lady of Mount Carmel Camp, located in Valance, uh, Lawrence County. It's a wonderful program, Adventure Camp and Retreat Center. And uh, Aaron, what does a typical day look like at the day camp? Uh, the Fursati Leadership Program in Camp Lajas uh, is the Wilderness Adventure Camp. Thanks so much, Father. So it's been really an adventure to plan out three programs at one time. Um, Camp Lajas was an existing program and we're, like I said, so thrilled to welcome them. But um, we think we've put together some really exciting things for our day camp and for the Fursadi Leadership Program. So I'll start with the day camp first. Um, this is for children entering first grade through seventh grade this year. Um, and we actually are busing kids from Pittsburgh. So the majority of our, our participants are from the Pittsburgh area, even though Volant is about an hour away um, from the city center. So we have a bus, you know, doing pickup in Bridgeville and then at in Wexford and, and driving kids up to camp every day in the month of July. Hmm. Um, and so they'll, you know, be picked up, get on the bus. Um, once they arrive at camp, there will be, you know, just an, an opening activity, a fun game for the entire group. We are just so, so grateful. I can't even express how grateful we are that restrictions are starting to lift and we don't have to, you know, worry as much about, um, you know, COVID-19, because it is just such a cross for kids in, in particular, and we really want to give them the space to run around and, and have fun and be kids. So we're still following all the protocols the state has in place, but it's really nice that we can make sure all the kids can run around together. So we'll start with just an opening game um, and then morning prayer. We really want to give the kids concrete experiences of prayer from the tradition of the church. So for example, one day for morning prayer, we really want to teach them the morning offering, right? Just a simple prayer that they can pray by themselves in the morning. Um, again, even after they leave camp and then, you know, maybe do a quick reflection, like, well, what would you like to offer to Jesus today? Something very simple. And then from 945 to 1115 every day, we have just a section called activity block. Um, our camp director, Lisa, who's just incredible and has an abundance of experience in camp ministry, really likes to give these family groups that the kids break up into the freedom to choose what they'd like to do. So, you know, kids might be able to choose, you know, playing in the splash pad or going on a hike or um, learning archery, basic archery skills or, um, you know, having some rest time or just collecting things from nature. There's so many different options for each group. Um, so it's nice that they kind of get the freedom to choose. The groups are broken up based on age and gender. So the, the little family groups will decide what they'd like to do for that activity block. At 11.15, we'll have Holy Mass every day, which is just such a gift. We're so grateful for all the priests who have volunteered to come up and celebrate Mass outside in our tent um, with, with the kids from day camp. Then we'll have lunch, just a simple lunch, followed by some quiet time, which could be laying on the sand volleyball court or sitting by the creek, just some time for the kids who are more introverted to rest and recuperate a little bit. At 1 p.m., we'll have another activity block. So same thing. It's kind of a, a free um, free thing that the family groups get to choose. At 2 p.m., there's an, another all-camp game. Could be something like 
a typical sports like um, football or soccer or something more creative like human foosball or uh, protect the Pope, <laughs> which are, is kind of like capture the flag. Um, and then, you know, we'll do a little time of reflection at the end of the day on some things that we've learned and then closing prayer, which again will be something very concrete. So that's, that's the day camp schedule. Did you have any questions about that before I just no, dive No, that right sounds in? good to me. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of good activities. Um, no, is. obviously, your, your focus is to get young people away from the busyness of their everyday lives and unplugging from the human world and plugging into God's world. That, that's so critical. Why, why is this so important, obviously, post-COVID to... Well, and I think any parent listening or even grandparent um, <laughs> probably understands that COVID time in, you know, even though we didn't necessarily want it to be, it became screen time for a lot of kids, mm-hmm. you know, with the challenges of being away from friends and, and all of that, I think it's all the more important to get outside. And interestingly, you know, when we were first purchasing this really in, you know, March, April, May, June of 2020, some people said we were crazy. How could you think about <laughs> buying a camp right now in, in the midst of all of this? And truly what ended up happening, and if you look at the data, outdoor education and um, you know exercise equipment and all those kind of sales shot through the roof. And so I think there's been this sort of natural rediscovery <laughs> of hiking and fishing and boating and and all these other things and people fell back in love with being outside again so i actually think it's very timely now you're modeling early in mount carmel after other catholic adventure camps in ohio and colorado Uh, talk a little bit about those places sure um so there were a couple camps that that we looked at just to kind of see what they're doing and there are several models um camp votiwa for example which is a camp that was initially affiliated with Focus out in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado is an incredible total wilderness camp experience. So kids, you know, go and really camp out in tents, no access to, um, you know, easy things or conveniences for the entirety of their time there. Um, and that's really more like what Camp Lajas is, is doing here. Um, Camp Lajas is, is a very similar experience. They sleep in teepees. Um, they're gonna do rock climbing. They're going to go kayaking. They're going to do whitewater rafting. So that's really what Camp Lajas is offering. Mm. And then Camp Damascus in Columbus, Ohio is just incredible and also fairly new program and facility. Um, that offers a a different kind of experience. It's a residential camp and kids are really given the opportunity for formation, deep formation um, from counselors. And that's sort of what we're leaning toward with the Frisati Leadership Program. Um, During the day, the kids will be counselors for the day camp uh, children that come. And then at night, we're going to really dive into some intimate formation with them. We'll have people come give talks, Again, lead some excellent prayer experiences, have Eucharistic adoration outside by candlelight, um, and try to give them some of that really solid formation that's so critical at that age. We just have a minute left, um, and obviously your hope is to have this camp and retreat center year-round. What's the best way for people to learn more about the openings for the campers or to help out with donations or volunteering? 
We definitely need all of those things. Um, and you can reach us at drybonespgh.org slash OLMC, like Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Um, or you can call us at 412-368-2338. Um, and certainly on the website um, is my email. My name is Erin Stubeck. Again, I'd be thrilled to hear from anybody listening um, if you'd like to get involved in any way. That is great. Well, best of luck to you and your campers uh, this summer and what a perfect opportunity. And this was such an important um, segment to talk about uh, as you open up your camp. And it sounds like you have a busy, busy summer and looking forward to the fall. So I appreciate you taking the time this, this morning to let us uh, learn more about this wonderful camp uh, located in Vilant, uh, Lawrence County. Aaron Suvak, who is the executive director of Dry Bones Ministry, uh, the nonprofit that runs uh, camp, the camp in Volant, Lawrence County. Thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you so much, Father. It's been a pleasure and just so grateful for the opportunity. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time on this uh, Father's Day uh, Sunday. And obviously last Sunday and this past week, we experienced many heavy rains and wind throughout the greater Pittsburgh area, especially in Ross Township, uh, the South Hills, and where I'm located in Point Breeze, Shadyside, and Squirrel Hill in the East End area. And in the gospel today from St. Mark, Jesus calms the storms and quiets um, the sea and the fears of the, of the disciples. Jesus can calm the worst storms in our own lives as we struggle with our own relationships, physical or financial difficulties, anxiety or depression, or maybe uh, the storms of questioning our faith. And in order to grow in faith, we need to deepen our relationship with Jesus and to spend time with him daily and include him in our thoughts and our decisions uh, through prayer. So we can survive the storms in our own life with his help. And this story challenged us to trust in God's power, especially when our faith is tested. Have a great two weeks and we'll be back here on KDK Radio. God bless you.